Hello and welcome to another episode of Read a Comic Book, episode number eight. Bree reads a comic. Uh, hey guys, we gave our friend Bree Castelny uh, Mockingbird by Chelsea Kane, and this episode is exactly what I was hoping like we would be able to be putting out when we started this podcast. Um, if you guys listened to episode number one with Nate McWhorter when we it gave him Rough Riders, same concept. We don't actually go like book by book by book like we did with Nate uh, because that we want you guys to read it and so you know we heard some of your comments and we we took a different approach to this one and this conversation was so good uh, Bree talks about what she loved about the comic uh, some of the some of the things that I left out because this was during Civil War II the the last part of Mockingbird was tie into Civil War II we talk about the uh, ask me about my feminist agenda t-shirts and all the controversy that got into it and uh, just what the differences that she's seen because she did read a few comics back in the 90s uh, but hasn't since so this is her reintroduction and uh, getting her perspective on it was so much fun uh, and you know just uh, just quickly because this came up today uh, as I'm recording this uh, and I, it's got me a little a little sad uh, it, it does tie into this episode pretty well, though. Uh, a little sad and a little angry, uh, because Doctor Who, uh, me and my wife are both Whovians, and I love Doctor Who. Like, it's, it's, it's an amazing show. I, I know all the slack that it gets. I have friends who watch it, and, like, I just don't get it, and, uh, I've given up on trying to... <laughs> try to bring some of them in it's not for everybody and i get that but uh the hate right now that i'm just seeing on the internet look we all we all expected hate but uh we, we expected the hate regardless of who it was going to be uh just because that's what happens when a new doctor comes along you know i i uh, came on board uh when chris eccleston uh, restarted it with new who so I, yes, I started with New Who. If you're a, a, a Whovian who doesn't think that my kind are actual Whovians, I'm sorry. I've watched Old Who. I have a respect for Old Who and some of the Doctors, but I will say that a majority of those episodes are very hard to watch. Uh, granted, I have watched a majority of them to make fun of them at various cons, so uh, that may also be part of it when you watch something over and over and over and over and over and have to dissect it. You start to hate it. Anyway, Anyways, uh, I started with Eccleston. I knew David Tennant was going to come, and I uh, I was already prepared for that. But when Matt Smith took over for David Tennant, I did not like Matt Smith. I didn't like him for the first, like, six episodes. Uh, now, I find Matt Smith incredibly delightful. Uh, he's one of my favorite doctors, and that each doctor just brings something new to the table. Uh, I see a lot of people on the internet it's like, oh, it's going to change the story in ways that nobody's predicting. Good. The show's been on the air for 50, 60 years now. Like, good. It needs to change. It needs to evolve. Uh, there's, it, it just needs that. Why are you afraid of that? Good. Give us more. And sorry, but each male doctor brings something new is a different story uh if you think that david tennant's series 
compared to Matt Smith series or Peter Capaldi series is in any way the same, you're crazy. They're always different. There's always change. That's why people don't like the doctor at first when they when the doctor regenerates. But I think it's amazing that we have a woman doctor now. I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, I mean, it's it has already proven to work. Like they stuck their toe in the water to see how it worked out when they did uh, the master, and he regenerated into Missy. Uh, Missy is so much more fun. I am so happy when there's a Missy, Missy episode. Um, the last few episodes in Capaldi's series uh, were Missy heavy, and I loved it, uh, especially the uh, Missy Master uh, head-to-head thing. That was so great. Uh, so I think if we get half as much fun and uh, just awesomeness, out of this female doctor as we got from Missy taking over for the master. I think that this is just going to be incredible and everybody who's bitching about it now is going to be like, oh, well, uh, uh, you're just finding another excuse to hate it. Uh, You'll end up loving it. I'm sure that you'll be at next year's con or the con after that just buying Doctor 13 shirts. So just get over it, nerds. spew hate somewhere else don't try and shit all over this just be happy that we're getting more Doctor Who that we're getting a new Doctor and that we're getting a new story and that they're still changing and evolving for us just be happy about that anyways let's get into the episode it's a really fun one I hope you guys enjoy Uh, just a bit of a heads up Uh, There are some parts that are a little quieter just because um, after we recorded on Audacity, we finished up, I went to save it. Halfway through the save, it crashed. And uh, so I had to piece together each... Uh, I had to piece together the whole episode uh, in six-second increments uh, for both the left and right side. Uh, And when that didn't work after about two hours... Uh, It was working. I was just about to throw the computer. Uh, It's maddening. If you're a sound engineer, I have so much just respect for you. I already did, but I have more now. Uh, But this is our contingency recording. I always have one going in the background just in case this happens. Um, So it is a little bit quieter. It's not on the same mic or anything like that. Uh, So uh, if, if that that's a thing it is a little bit more echoey than i like but um it's such a great episode that i wanted to get it out to you guys and i think you're really going to enjoy it uh make sure to follow us on twitter uh at read a comic book uh go to our facebook facebook.com forward slash read a comic book uh share us comment down at the bottom uh rate us on itunes do all that stuff uh i'm not good at the promotion stuff i should be doing that every episode but i don't Uh, i'm sorry but please please help us out uh we've gotten some good feedback from you guys uh and i really really appreciate everybody who's reached out uh it's it's amazing uh what we've gotten back so far so uh thank you guys let's get into the episode episode number eight brie reads a comic get into it nerds
welcome to another episode of Read a Comic Book. I am uh, one of your hosts, Anthony. Paul, say hi to the people. I was staring at a cat. My name's Paul. Hello. Yeah, we're recording from my place today, so there's two cats hanging it's out with us. just staring at me. Uh, Heath is not with us today. We miss him. But we oh. have a very special guest. Miss Bree Castelny is with us today. Oh, yeah. I should have done the, the drum roll. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. There he is. All right. Bree Castelny. Yay! Hi! Yay. Hi, Bree. So, before we get started, I do have to clear something up on behalf. Oh, right. We talked about I think we both there. have something to clear up on yes. behalf of our wives. So, uh, the last episode, I incorrectly said my wife has not seen Serenity. I don't remember saying that, but she actually introduced me to Firefly and Serenity. So, she has not only seen the movie Serenity, but she actually got me to watch the entire series of Firefly. So, you're so just an out-and-out I am. I am an asshole. <laughs> And I'm glad she said something, because I had no idea I said that. I was like, what? Did, was I talking about you? I, what? Oh, my. Yes, so yes, my, my wife has definitely seen Serenity and Firefly, and I think she even read the comic series that came after. Like, that would be basically the fan fiction put them. Oh, so she she did not like that you called her nerd into question? <laughs> That's exactly what happened, and I was wrong. I was definitely wrong. Well, I, I didn't properly... Uh, give my wife's nerd the appreciation it deserves when I said that she'd let me buy this. <laughs> a lightsaber. This lightsaber. Oh, I love that handle. Right? It's still so great. Anyway, uh, it was her idea to buy the lightsaber. The mystery box? And she has used this more than I have. Right. So she didn't just let me buy it. She wanted one. It's pretty much hers. And then said, hey, we're getting this. We're going to have one. <laughs> So, there's our redaction. Shout out to Ultra Savers, by the way. Thank Yay. you for coming for one day at Con. We're sorry about what happened after. But, um, <laughs> those mystery boxes were just clutch. Um, and also, if you hear the cocking of a Nerf gun, it's because one of the cats might be getting shot if they don't leave us alone. Anyway, let's get back to our guest, Bree. Yes, yes uh, Bree. Right. I have no apologies to make. Yay! <laughs> that was a great way to start. Uh, I'm not sorry about anything. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, Nothing. I just sat here. I haven't done uh, anything yet. Good. Um, so, welcome. We had Bree read Mockingbird by Chelsea Kane. Yes, much like our guest, Nate, we, um, we gave a series of comics to read. She has never read them before, right? Right. Were you an active comic reader before you read those? I would not say that. Okay. I've read a few a different few things from long ago. Some smut magazines? Yeah. <laughs> I read yeah. uh, Calvin In Junior Hobbs. High. Hobbs. Ah! Yeah. In Junior High, I read The Tick Omnibus. Oh, right oh, nice. on. Uh, I really enjoyed that. And then uh, I read some Tank Girl oh, yeah, and Captain America. Tank Girl seems right up your alley. You definitely seem like a So actually... <laughs> love to bring this up actually I'll shamelessly plug maybe some things yes. that your wife is interested in okay. for herself I am working on a tank girl cosplay wow. and so I, I, yeah, I've been amassing like era military how cool is that stuff. I am going to tell you Becca as soon as we're done recording you could be the king of you could be the king of yeah I just want to be the tank yeah I mean I could totally I could probably carry you on my back if that's you it if I don't have to walk around, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. The that's floor so is good. all cemented. It's very hard on your feet. And Becca's been super into cosplay right now. Yeah. And that, that's her bust over there that I helped her make by duct taping a t-shirt to her and then she paper macheted on top of it. She paper macheted herself? Yeah. yeah. Well, not, not while she was in it. Like no. she, 
she used the mold of that and she like stuffed it and then did paper mache okay. and then another layer so now she I can see her doing that like that's how you do your face anyway right like, you have to put the paper mache your face basically take it oh off yeah we, yeah make your prosthetics yeah no we uh that's we, hardcore man we haven't gone the prosthesis route yet with the uh the face molds do you guys have a, a portal through which you can share that a picture of that i have house? a website that yeah. you do we, we, that yeah, yeah, she's okay with it Oh yeah, so actually, like I'm hiding it until it's ready. Yeah, well, I know people are like that. With well, that's that, that's just gonna be her like mannequin thing. Okay, that's just her her, her model. Yeah, nice. she's uh, right now. She's just kind of playing around with chess pieces, but she wants to do huntress. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, and uh, she wants to upgrade her her. Is that kind of the like ops thing right there? Yeah, she was looking at watch. She's, she's got a bunch of. She wants to do somebody from Bitch Planet. Ah, oh, um, yes. She will actually be on the podcast soon to talk Dude, about. Dude, I will go as a warden or something. Like, yeah, I, I, I want to. Yeah, I, got, I, I might get a clear mask and just walk around. Yeah, there. that's that would actually work out really mm. well. Get a little non compliant tattoos now. Uh, so that's. I might need a jet girl one day. So. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes, that's amazing. So, <laughs> we did get off topic. We totally yeah, no, no, that happens. That's okay. That's, um, that's what's so just the task bring with reading the Mockingbird series that started, what, when did that start? About a year ago? Uh, six uh, six yeah. uh, issues. Um, it's over now, of course. It's, it's um, eight issues. Uh, oh, eight issues, yeah. Yeah, and it was Chelsea Kane's kind of like entrance in, uh, entrance Such and exit, which we'll get into uh, later. But uh, so, I want to I want to learn more about Brie first. Sure. Uh, before we actually get into the comics, so uh, you haven't read comics like no, a lot. Not much. Uh, no. Is there any like particular reason why? Just access? Or? You know, I think part of it was access, but and this is something that I hope we'll talk even further about. Mm -hmm. it, um, uh, nothing appealed to me. Oh, okay. And like for example, when the Tick cartoon came out, mm -hmm. I went, "Oh wait, this is a comic," and then I had to read everything. Uh, okay. So I think if there was something that was had that was more overtly relevant or attractive to, to me in terms of a character that resonated with me, or so, or or even just like, "Wow, that outfit's really amazing," <laughs> right? Like that would have drawn me in. Right. But I think you know the sort of the standard, really popular characters were so popular as well that I felt like, well, I kind of already know about that. Right. What's the point? So yeah. Why do I want to invest time, money, energy into right. reading more about how um, right. you know, Bruce Wayne is traumatized from an early age and it makes him flips a switch in his head and he has to What? His parents, parents were shot in the alley? Wait, what? I can tell you the movie they were watching, Zorro. I've <laughs> seen the opening so many times. Um, and, and as far as like relevancy goes, I mean, up until recently, there hasn't been a whole lot of strong female characters right. in like no. the past there's ten there's years. There's there's yeah, I mean, there's like there the main ones like Wonder Woman sure. has always been around, but like there there seems to be more female characters that are coming out. Coming with Mockingbird out. and taking getting a lead in the series. Yeah, uh, Spider Woman as well. I love that series. Yeah, that series Wasp and like. Wasp is great. Potts is getting her own stuff all the time. Yes, they actually let her back into a movie. Get to that later. So, yeah. So, yeah, so not, there, there wasn't much that really drew me in, but I was just a magnet waiting for that other Something complimentary pull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and this, I have to say, I know, Anthony, you were debating about what to yeah. have me read, and I don't kind of, I kind of don't want to yet know what those <laughs> things were, those other options, because 
this was so perfectly down the line appealing to me. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that it was a completely modern story, a oh, yeah. completely modern setting. Oh. And so when I jumped into it, because for me, my frame of reference is like 80s, 90s. Oh. My friends were oh, into yeah. comics, and I was like, I don't know what else has happened in the meantime. Sure. So, you know, the fact that all of a sudden I see all these, like, current references about healthcare and yes. single payer oh and, and uh, like Hamilton is yeah. referenced. There's, there's even like a, a little Easter egg in uh, issue three where there's that picture of uh, Patrick Stewart as oh, yes. uh, Captain Picard. He just says, make it so. Make it so. Like, that's amazing. Uh -huh. yep. And there's a BDSM club. Yep. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, like, awesome. Yep. The Hawkeye apparently has been all Hellfire and Pokemon's. I know, it's, it's, uh, it's, Hunter. it's Hunter. Yeah, it's Hunter. Uh, now, do you, did you still like read like actual books, novels, and whatnot? Okay, so um, two things about reading actual books, book novels. Mm -hmm. In high school, I mean, you, there's that one I think is our prime novel reading time. Sure, right. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't read have to do a that. damn bit of the assigned reading. Oh, oh. Neither did I. Because if you're, you probably very similar. If you show up and you listen to the discussion, you'll get there. And you, it's okay if you fail all of the pop quizzes because you're gonna knock the essay at the end of it oh, out yeah. of the park, and you're gonna do really well on the test because usually it's like, please write in paragraph form some bullshit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How much filler can I put here? Right? Yeah. So, and you, I think too, you guys are all really sharp. I'm sure in high school you were like, I think the bar is really low. Oh, yeah. And so you knew you didn't have to do much to be adequate. Yeah. I think. I still have not read The Great Gatsby in its entirety. Right. What? What? Yeah. See? I think I've got through most of A Mice and Men. Like, I just never yeah. read oh, the. Oh, come on. I've You've definitely was... seen the play, I'm sure. Oh, the, I've seen all the movies. I've seen them. <laughs> That that helps supplement my bullshit. It does. It does. Interestingly, it's like the super cliff notes. Yeah, live right? version. Well, uh, so so that's also what I found really interesting. It's interesting that you asked me about novels because one of the main notes I have for myself that I want to talk about is how. So I don't like to be forced to do anything. Sure. I don't like to be forced to read something I'm not interested in. So I didn't in high school. Got away with it, but. Starting in high school and onward, I read a lot of Stephen King okay. because I felt like, as a novelist, to me, I'm able to absorb it much more readily because he writes in small vignettes. Mm -hmm. There's very few storylines that aren't broken down into tiny little bite-sized pieces. Right. And I felt like my experience reading this Mockingbird series was a lot like if Stephen King could draw. Because oh. it was like, it broke it down and sometimes it was really abstract and you kind of had to fill in with your imagination what the full fight scene looked like. Right, right. But you're showing in, in one of the, one of the um, uh, volumes here, she was defeating every zombie in the room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, the, way it it the old white people. Right. <laughs> but it all happened simultaneously in terms of the one, you know, the two-dimensional, you know, representation Right, so you have to find right. right? And so, like, in my head, I was able to conjure the sound and, you know, what all the rest of the ambiance was, and, like, you know, and plus, it's very sarcastic. Oh, it God. It is so, Just the In the first issue, they have the sarcastic meter. The meter. And then just each or issue. The sarcastic graph. The, the sarcastic graph, and then you've got the letters about the broken uh, uh, health card. Oh, yeah. yeah. They just get worse and, and worse and worse. And then it's her beeper. She's yes. Like, they're like, send her a beeper. We're pretty sure this shouldn't be you've that maxed, easily destroyed. You've maxed your limit. 
yeah. So, so that made me think like that it would have been if this was say a movie, mm -hmm. it would have been filmed in the style of Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, yeah. You know, so it, that makes sense. Like very stylized, but right. at the same time, super jokey, very tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna make oh, visual jokes about. What's going on? Every, every little piece of action. Oh yeah, here. yeah. Like uh, the the therapist has a shirt, and there's stickers that <laughs> pop up throughout the series. It great. says Schrodinger's cat is, is dead. dead, and he's got an associate's degree yes, in an online associate psychotherapy degree. <laughs> yep. So good. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, there's a lot in. And these uh, are the people helping them, like. <laughs> right. Uh, I reread it today, just like. Uh, to refresh it, because it's been it's been about six months since yeah, I read it. Yeah, the series Um. And uh, I picked up on so many like the little visual gags in there mm -hmm. and stuff. I was just like, this is amazing. Um, that, by what, reading oh, it again. By reading yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah, rereading so, it. Just so more many stuff cool things in the background. Out. Corgis everywhere. Oh, so many corgis. And then um, and, and they drop so little. Corgi. The thing that didn't make sense to me is the first time when I, I started issue five and they mentioned that it was circular reading and that you right. pick up literally any issue and and from one through five and it tells its own story but still connects to the main plot. And I thought that was, I, I tried it. I, I went to three and then I went to one and I went to two. Yeah. I, was like, it just, I had, did not realize it at the time. That was really brilliant. Yeah, because right up until uh, like the road to civil war, it's all like episodic issues. Mm -hmm. And then they're just like, all right, we're back. What I would love to know about the, comp the, the creative process mm -hmm. for the writer and her artist sounded like given the, the, at the, uh, the end of the eighth issue where she thanks everyone and everybody has like a really in-depth paragraph about their involvement right. in the project. And what I wasn't sure of, it sounded like they were really well connected throughout the entire process, but how far out did they get before they actually put pen to paper? Like, oh. it felt like right at five, there was even a story break. Like it just mm. changed in, in, I don't know, like in um, tone, tone and kind of, yeah, the it did. pace. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't feel as scattered. It felt much more linear mm -hmm. in those last few. Right, and I kind of debated on whether uh, whether or not to kind of warn you about the last three issues. So there was an event uh, that happened in oh, Marvel right. uh, called Civil War Two. Well, that Civil was four. Yeah, it was very very Just boring. Dumb. Basically, the superheroes fight again. Tony yeah. and and. Uh, uh, Captain yeah. Marvel, Carol Danvers, yeah, different fighting this time. It ended up being very, very boring, but it was it was just a rehash of it. Um, so, a lot of the Marvel story arcs at a certain point had to like lead in to that in some way and tie into it. And it seemed like right at the beginning, they their scheduling had gotten messed up because they were like putting out issues that were almost reprints of previous issues. Yeah, and you could see where like. There should have been a text bubble to tell this story, oh. but they took it out just so they could have an issue out. Mm -hmm. um, so that was that was a. Li it, I think there was some scheduling conflicts with it, uh, but I do really. I, I like I like the new story where they go to basically Comic Con on a boat. Oh. Yeah, and it's all just to get yeah. away. Comic Con from, on a boat. And, and the the biggest kick and the the biggest joke to me was that they're they're trying to get away from the Civil War. Right. They yeah. want nothing to do with it. Uh, even though it's her ex-boyfriend oh, yeah, put yeah. an arrow through Banner. They, so they still make her sense with the news, but, um, uh, you know, the, the fact that they're leaving the world, they're going to go in the middle of the ocean. Right. They don't want anything to do with the Civil War thing. Mm -hmm. I thought that was, that was a, a clever, I guess, a metaphor for uh, the writers not wanting to do it. And, right. Uh, you know. And I, I completely forgot about the Barton and, and uh, uh, whole, whole thing. thing. 
and uh, that's why I forgot to tell you that that was coming up. Uh, I don't know if it actually like hindered anything during that story. No, it didn't because it it felt like I, I got a, I got to revel in it being news to me, and then uh, it was oh, an okay. extra layer of mystery here where I'm like, not only am I thinking, well, holy crap. How far out does this universe go? Right. Because I was not expecting so many direct times. And P.S. Spider-Man and Howard the Duck. Yes. Uh, Miles and Howard. 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 Howard is great too. Throughout the yeah. whole thing. So I was really like, I started to be really surprised by just the like straight up like we're just crossing over. Here oh, we yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Unlike on like TV shows, mm-hmm. where, it's, very where it's, it's such a huge build up and it, they do it so sparingly. Mm-hmm. This. Just, and it's all about who owns what property and sure. who do we have to pay to get this going. Yeah, yeah. it's annoying. So I'm it, it keyed me into this idea of both the story universe being so large, but also the social on earth real life universe of people who are creators. Like, do are they all like us here three? Right. Do they all go over and sit on each other's couches and share sodas <laughs> and go, you know what? It'd be really fun. <laughs> and nerd out and dream up and then go, actually let's just pitch it. Yeah. Because what how but they're not gonna know better that this is kind of a cockamamie idea. Right. You know, and you know, what do these executives you know, know about comics? That would be yeah, I feel like they probably do do that to a to a certain degree. Uh, but also like you when Issue 8 came out, and there was a huge backlash about the cover. Not the context. Yep, just the cover. Nothing else. The cover of Mockingbird wearing a shirt that said, Ask me about my feminist agenda. Which will not die. That is still today coming up in issue. It's still still an Easter egg. I want one. I want one too, but it's not appropriate for me to wear. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. because I'm a man, and I have no lines in that play. No. I'm right. here to support, but say nothing. Right. What you can do is buy that for your wife. Yeah, you that's should exactly buy that what I do. You can buy that there for your wife. There it is. Um, but yeah, that that's uh, the backlash was so bad that Chelsea came said that she's done with comics. Yeah, she just got assaulted uh, on Twitter needlessly. Yeah. And these are probably the same people that didn't like a black Captain America or right. a female Thor. And probably didn't even read the they book. They probably didn't read the goddamn book. Uh, and that, that was something that was, what is surprising to me about this backlash is that throughout all the issues, they bring up feminism. Oh, yes. And the, the she talks about it ever since I was a kid. I wanted to do these yeah. stories. Like, and she, of course, addresses it in, a, in right. like vocabulary that's like, why is everybody objectifying me as opposed to objectifying women through comic books? But right. it was all, you know, very meta. Yeah, so, it was. It's like, a very, and that, that's kind of why I, I like that series, though, because yeah. it is, it's very, very nice. Yeah. And if you, got, that if you got to issue <laughs> eight, you had to read issue three, where the little, where the, the young girl gets her powers. Yeah. Um, and the first chunk of that issue is, uh, is Bob talking about all the stuff, like all the stuff she did to try and get superpowers, <laughs> and she was just like. Oh, I had all these all these heroes to look up to because they were just like me, and it's Captain America, Iron, Iron Man, Man, Hulk, Hulk Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Thor. Thor. It's all these guys, and she's like, "Oh wait, they have something I don't—a Y chromosome." A Y. Yep. Yep. Uh, and let let me get further uh, about yep. it. As I was, 
you know, just saying when I preface like what my experience with comics is, I never got pulled in and involved in it as much as I wanted to because right. there wasn't anything for me to identify. Right. So then the layers get further and further out. And let me oh I should also preface too, um, some of my experience. Most of my closest friends love comics. <laughs> so it's not that it, I've been completely like, you know, I've, been, I've not been an island right, right. like, oh, on that side of the world, right. comic book enjoyment. Instead, I've been like, you know, like I would cohabitate in adult long-term <laughs> relationships and have to make room for people's comic book boxes. Comic book boxes. That's Like they're so. They surely they had some X-Men in there or something. Because I feel sure. like given the X-Men back in the day, I always tried. Like that's actually why my sister got into comics. She was obsessed with X Men because she, for some reason, really loved Jubilee. I don't know why, but she was a huge Jubilee fan. Whenever I read it, I was like, "Oh man, Jean Grey and Psylocke are awesome." But um, you know, she loved uh, Jubilee. But I felt like the X Men kind of helped a little bit, but not really, because they they did definitely. I mean, Psylocke was pretty much just like every junior high kid's dream. She, wore like thigh-high boots and a, like a swimsuit, basically. <laughs> she was a sexy ninja with purple hair. <laughs> Where Jean Grey was respectfully, fully, head to toe, fully clothed. Right. Uh, but then again, they made her into the Dark Phoenix. So of course, um, you know, all the good chicks turn into demigods and want to break the earth. So, right. but what are you gonna right. do? Right. And when good girls go evil, they get hotter. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Because he got the the blue Tori Skin tight suit and uh, uh, fire. But anyways, you were saying Brie. Oh, just the the, the the draw yeah. for her. Like I so identified with her saying, I wanted to be a hero, but I just didn't think maybe I was meant to be because right. I didn't have a true role model. And then backing that up, right. I'm reading her story. And I'm yeah. like, all my life, I wanted to be able to a, care more right. and get into it, but it just never got me. It never looped me all the way in. Um, if I could, if I can riff a little bit Please. on her her backstory. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. so fun. Oh, and she has such imposter syndrome now as a result oh, yeah. of it because mm -hmm. she's not sure. I think she said, "Have I earned this, or am I just really good at faking?" Oh yeah, mm -hmm. as the helicopter's falling. Yep. Falling. Yeah. Yep. And they like, there's like a little bit of scandal around that, which yeah. you know, sort of the media picks up and reacts to that, like, whoa, superpowers run away. And that was good. You can't silence the media, and then she just yeah. drains <laughs> the color from his body. Yes, yes. Um, so that was something that like, really humanized her, mm -hmm. um, and it made me think, like, yeah, that's how that's how Batman happened. Too. Oh yeah. Right. Like, yeah. It's just. Some, he had money, he had influence, he had a lot of other things that right. she didn't have. Um, but at the same time, they both were like, I, I want that, I want a superhero right. power. I want some sort of special ability, or at least to save the day. Right, right, exactly, yeah. And I think the line that is in that issue too, issue three is one of my favorite issues of the, the whole arc. But she, uh, what was the line, hold on. I wrote it down because I was like, yes, I forgot I love this line so much. Uh, because it turns out, you don't need a Y chromosome to be a superhero. You just need balls. Yep. Well, you're right. Yeah. That line itself tells you everything, everything you need to know about Mockingbird. Yep. So how how it got to issue eight in that cover, and people started freaking out about right. that cover. It's like, oh, you haven't read the series at all. Then you have no all. idea what you're. You have not read one word out of this series except for the few that are on the cover. Oh, I wish she had done, you know, more episodes after. Mm -hmm. I wish something had happened because I would have said, 
start, now that I know about this controversy, uh, <laughs> uh, I would say you start episode nine with something completely offensive that right. has no, is a complete non sequitur right. that will absolutely, if someone starts tweeting, someone starts bashing, you know, <laughs> you can be like, oh, hey, boy, check your assumptions, because that has nothing <laughs> to do with it. So, yeah, that would have been a fun, fun yeah. trap to lay. So yes, I just I think her her humanity about it is for me like now I'm like now I'm mad there's no right. more because I feel like I found a character that is somebody that I would want to celebrate over oh, yeah. and over again. And thankfully, like uh, I mean, I would love to see another Chelsea Kane line come up, and I hope that like one day that somebody talks her into being like, hey, just do one more. Because her novels are great. Uh, like, she's a good writer. And she's legit, okay? Yeah, and she did this comic book for us. Right! Don't be a dick. Like, she stepped down to write a comic book, yeah. and that's how she gets... Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, my goodness. So, what was it? I, I, oh. What was I talking about? <laughs> oh, no. So, we had set up a few different tangents. We yeah. Have a tangent about I usually write stuff yeah. down so I don't. You usually keep yourself on page. So the controversy over the shirt, the shirt given that... in light of the fact that that's basically oh. the entire series. Right, right, right. Okay, now I'm back. <laughs> I got it. I'm that back, everybody. That was good. That, that was wasn't good. as bad as I thought it'd be. No, no, it so so she, uh, as much as I would love to see Chelsea Kane do another line, um, Mockingbird still pops up all oh, lot. Oh yeah, especially with Spider-Man. Yes, yeah, right Spider. Now. She's popped up in Spider-Man. She's a big part of the like new big event where Captain America is actually like a Hydra Supreme ruler. Yep. He's uh, Supreme Leader. He's Supreme Leader. And, yeah. So uh, she's a big part of that. So she still pops up and she's still as like snarky they and sarcastic. They keep this bad. Yeah. yeah. Like everybody who writes her keeps her true to the way that Chelsea Kane wrote her. That's that's an homage. Nice. And, yeah. and again they keep that shirt past passed around. That shirt mm -hmm. has popped up on several different Marvel characters oh, since yeah. its inception. Which I think is a nice uh, a callback. Also, yeah, yeah. It's a sweet gesture. And I don't know uh, if you watched the show. Especially oh, yeah, in, in the new one. Uh, have you seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at all? Nope. Okay. So, I think season two or three, her and Hunter both get introduced to the show. Um, and she's just as badass on there yeah, as she great. is in the, in, in, uh, the comics. Um, and they were going to do a show that was all just Bobby and Hunter. Two. It was just going to oh. be a spin-off of those two. Well, Sounds serum, I wanted like, to talk about Hunter, too, and oh, that, yeah. their dynamic. But, but yeah, so they were supposed to... They were going to, to do that, yeah, and it and fell... And so, like, they got greenlit, then fell apart, then they, greenlit again, and then fell apart again. Yeah, like, in the show, they did this, like emotional send-off for them because they're like well you're gonna get this you're gonna get this this spin-off so we're going to do we're gonna basically uh, disavow you guys from shield yeah they got burned. which means you can't come back on the show oh and then it's the so show hard. fell through oh, but like, you should you should watch at least the episode you should watch the whole series it's great but you should at least watch some at of that episode with Baron um, because like the scene where they leave, uh, you could tell like all the actors were like, Cast "Oh fuck, <laughs> we're not gonna get to see you guys anymore. Yeah, I'm legit gonna miss you." 
Oh shit! And they had like eight times they could have given her that serum throughout. Oh the show. yeah. She doesn't have the serum in the show, so yeah. she's not. Um, so she didn't have the powers. Just, you know, she's an agent, which is fine. That's all she needs to be. But I kept waiting for them to give her the serum so she can be, you know, badass. Yeah. And start throwing cars and shit. Right. Okay, um, wait. So she hadn't been given the virus? No. Not, not in the TV show, she had not. Oh. She hadn't been given the virus or the serums that give her the, the, the super soldier strength and all that. Right. Um, so it was just her. She had the battle sticks. Staves? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Am I saying that right? Staves. Uh, staves. Yeah. I'm so horrible with pronunciation <laughs> on words I don't use a lot. Um, staves. Um, but, um, uh, you know, they introduced her and it was badass without it, but I just kept thinking they were eventually going to give her right. a shot or something. and. and push it to the next level. And I, I wonder if that's why the, the TV series never picked up, because it would just be a show about two agents again doing the same thing they're doing on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's true, but we watched her get tortured in an episode. Right, and she like, kicked Ward's ass. Like, they numb her. I'm spoiling this for you for some odd reason, but anyway, they numb her completely and then put stuff under her fingernails and then just, like, leave her there so that when when the pain medication goes away, she starts feeling all that shit. And she's like, no, oh, don't show me that. Yeah. Just tell me that's what happened. Uh, it's uh, equally as awful. Jeez. Yeah, uh, I'm, oh, I, mm -hmm. well, I actually appreciate the warning because that yeah. would make me do the it's extended really... family guy. <sighs> oh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I would not. Yeah, it's, it's awful. It's awful. Uh, yeah, I was hoping now that the, the shows that they didn't do, they would come back, but I guess not. So they didn't have a trouble in the framework, which is right. kind of like, there's your opportunity, like, why not? Uh, but I guess they weren't dead, or did they have to be dead to show them in the framework? I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, one thing I think that uh, Chelsea Kane also does, like, a really well, really well, really good job uh, doing in this series is, like, grounding Bobby into reality. Like, they show her and... and um, Barton in therapy together. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, that was great, the neurotoxin. And just their back and forth, and it's like, this all seems yep. like it may have happened at some point. And, and it, it was also kind of Mr. and Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Smith yeah. kind of. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. The tongue I, is numb. I really, I, <laughs> the, yeah, numb. The, numb, the numb tongue thing was funny to me because it is like if you fantasize about having like a superhero boyfriend and you also are a superhero, and then you think, well, like, you know, what kind of stuff do you do right. like to each other slowly? Like, you know, I've had to share a garage with a boyfriend who like kept moving more things over and then I slowly started to screw with him on the other side of the garage, you know? And these are like super boring human things. Oh yeah, we do to each right. what do superheroes do? Right, and so then, you know, so yeah, superheroes. It's like, well, I don't know if I want to try this, but shit, let's see what happens to him. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, uh, Listeners, I feel like we've gotten to know each other over the past seven episodes. Uh, I could totally see my wife dressing up in that dominatrix leather outfit that she wears sure. uh, in the, the BDS one. Club. Yeah, and strapping me to the bed and then leaving. <laughs> just walking out. Just leaving. Like, oh, I, like, oh, I gotta somebody. be somewhere. And Sorry. just leaving me there. Yep. I could totally see my wife doing that. Um, I hope this isn't too much of a left turn from here because no. um, when that scene where she leaves the house after. Uh, or chaining Hunter up. Yeah. Uh, there, I that was the start of a lot of British references. Yeah. Uh, and even throughout in the later episodes, um, I was seeing like British flags, like mm -hmm. the Union Jack on a hat, right, and stuff. It, 
Is this set in the U.S.? Is this set in England? Is this? Uh, I think so, it's. I think the like BDSM. Uh, well, the Hellfire Club. The Hellfire Club is in England. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, Hunter is British. Got it. Okay. Yeah, Hunter's British. Um, and uh, I'm sorry if I and Bobby's that. American. But okay. she travels all over the place. She's like the the international one. Her and Black Widow. But when Black Widow's being an Avenger, they send Bobby. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's so. Because uh, you can never have more than one lady badass at a time. No, <laughs> it can't happen. Not Kill Maria same, Hill. Not in the same room, anyway. No, no. <laughs> Maria Hill and Sharon can't be in the oh same room. <laughs> Sharon. Uh, yeah. Technically, now they can at all. But yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess I could probably clear up some of the stuff. So, like, with the, uh, we talked about in the, went way off topic, uh, with the Hulk thing and yes. Martin. So, at the beginning of Civil War, basically the Civil War II thing, they have an inhuman, which is, a, it's, a, it's basically a mutant. It's not uh, a mutant. It's, it's not a mutant. <laughs> it's an alien, uh, but... Human we'll be here for another like 45 minutes know, for me trying to explain there's it. There's some kind of gas exposure and you, yeah, you turn up and turn into a beautiful. If you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at some point in your life, they're only inhumans it. because they can't use the term mutants. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Fox. You fucked up a show. Uh, but there's an inhuman who can see the future. Uh, and basically, the whole storyline becomes Minority Report. Uh, yes, so one hero wants to use him to stop crimes from happening, the other one thinks. No, you can't Due do process. that. You you gotta wait till the crime happens. Got Unfortunately, it. that's the way it has to be. Uh, he sees that somebody kills the Hulk. Uh, Bruce Banner has secluded himself to like this remote area because he doesn't want to be the Hulk anymore. He doesn't want to get angry. He's just in a lab all the time trying to stop becoming the Hulk. Uh, he told Barton. He's all himself. Yeah, he told Barton, "If you ever see me." start to become Hulk, I want you to put me down. And he gives so, him an arrow to you. Yeah, he, he gives him a special arrow, arrow to kill him in with. My brain. And so all the heroes from the Marvel Universe show up on Banner's doorstep, and he's freaking out, so he starts to green up, and uh, out of nowhere an arrow comes and hits him in the eye. And that's the thing is, he, you don't see him greening up, you just see his eyes twinge, yeah, and then the, the arrow gets shot. Yeah. So it but because he ambiguity. Was, yeah. yeah about how legit like, would his was. Would his yeah. uh, vision come to life? Because Ulysses has a vision of the Hulk just ripping people in half and shit. Right. So, and that's why they're all on his doorstep. So, why would they even go then? You know, like, why exactly. show, if Ulysses had a vision that you all got destroyed at the Hulk's house, don't go to the Hulk's house. Yeah, that's, just, if you're not there, time do, can't happen. Do something else that night. I don't know. Have a... Have a scrabble night. Instead, you all show up in full costume. Right. Ready ask, to fight. Yeah, ready to do something. Like, so just talk. It's know? a mercy kill. A lot of people see it as a murder. They eventually let him off. And then he yes, just goes. Huge. Then he goes to Arizona. Yes. And, and starts one of the better series that came yeah, out of it. Like, which, uh, if you want like Avengers. social commentary, I got to give you that one. All right. And uh, because, I, I think Sam Wilson Cat. Oh, there's so many I can give you. So good. Um. So yeah, uh, let's get back to Mockingbird though. Sure. Uh, you were saying that you wanted to talk about Hunter and yes. Mockingbird, so yeah. talk away. Okay, they have a very they have a very playful relationship. I feel like Hunter's sexuality may be ambiguous. Sure. Um, 
and I feel like they, oh, they have the most tension. Yeah. If that makes any sense, because I know that some of the vignettes that I saw, you know, between uh, uh, the Phantom oh, and yeah, the yeah. and stuff like that, and, and um, who Clint else? Barton. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just like sex, sex, sex. Oh yeah. That was it. Was, so I just think, you know, put together, it, they they were the most fun pairing for right. me. Um, I really another fun pairing, by the way, was her with the psychotherapist. Oh yeah. Um, but I was, and I was a little sad that I didn't see more of him because I felt like he's got. He's got a little story. Snarky. And yeah, and like he's like, how did he get so snarky? Right. He's a doctor, you know, and like, how did he arrive at this attitude? Like, like he was like the big Lebowski. Right. You know, he was. He's just a uh, dude, just yeah. holding cards. Like, no, yeah, man, yeah, blue waves. The for sure. Blue waves. Oh, the therapist. Yeah. The therapist is the dude. Yeah, he's absolutely the dude. So, so yes, but I felt like like I looked the most forward to when that happened. Yeah. And maybe it's also because his reveal to me was so much fun. Oh yeah, because you see him in the BDSM yes. club and, and she's he's like, strapped up. Mm -hmm. And he's oh, like, yeah. I like your boots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, he doesn't and, ever seem worried either. He never yeah. seems like he's not going to die because all the times he's going to die. He right. Seems yeah. you never get that doom. He often seems like, like he must have underoos or something. Like I can see him padding around his house, confused about like <laughs> something very mundane, you know. Like yeah. He's where he's he's constantly shocked by being showed up by Mockingbird. Right. Oh yeah. And it's like at this point, you guys have known each other for how just know. long? Yeah. And they and even show the rescue tally. Yes. Yes. Like he had like five or six or yeah. something. Yeah. Like, and he had like twenty. Yeah. His expressions often seem to beg this like like a thought of. What about me? Yeah. Well, I, I can do things too. No, actually, not so far as I've seen. Yeah. And then he does something like super clever, and you're like, all right. All right. Like, like getting shocked so he can stick his foot in, in the water, water and change electrify it. everybody. It's like, oh, you could have killed yourself, but that worked out okay. Yep. Yeah. I like it. Yep. And and the uh, sort of the joke coming back about the Mercorgies. Oh, yeah. Oh, my um, God. Like, on, speaking of shirts. The shirt where he was like just on the cruise ship. The corgi butt. Yeah. Oh hey. Ha. Mm, what are you doing here? Well, obviously I'm here for a corgi convention. <laughs> and then just then a, a, a bunch of corgis ran by, like, yeah. and then you see him wearing the, the shirt. Yeah, yeah the, the corgi I'm butt Dutch shirt. For corgi butt. Uh, <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, I want that shirt too. I know, right? I'll wear uh, that. I don't even wear the. As I don't know anybody who has a corgi, but I want that shirt. My buddy has one. He, he's in Texas, though, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> you don't have to have or know someone who has one. You can just be not. Yeah, you can just be appreciative. I do love corgi butts. They they're are really cute. They're adorable. <laughs> they make a heart out of fur. Uh, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> their patterns that. make a heart to the butt. <laughs> you <laughs> love this ass. <laughs> that's what corgi butts that's, say. That's what. Yeah. If I can come back, it would be a corgi butt. Just as the butt. Just as the butt. Just as the corgi butt itself. As long as people acknowledged him and pet it. <laughs> <laughs> My dogs love their hips around. That's fair. We do not have corgi yeah. butts, though. I will not. I will definitely say that. That's fair. Yeah. I mean. Giant hips. Yeah. There's a lot of. And speaking of. Uh, I'm, I'm totally now focused on all the clothing. <laughs> speaking about shirts and yeah. everything. So the the ship, the cruise ship. Uh huh. Oh. 
there was so there like having been to a Comic Con type event or sure. two, uh, like seeing the signage that was around. Like, oh yeah. Hey, hey, hey guys, no paint, body paint. Yeah, no body paint. That's you, Hulks. Yeah. Like, also, how weird is it for a comic artist to draw? A average Joe in a superhero costume right, yeah. probably drawn. Like right. you're drawing Storm, but you're drawing someone as Storm, not right. just Storm. Yeah. So I, I wonder how weird it was for the artist to just start putting regular like bits and pieces on regular Joe's. How cool that was. Figure they I I'm assuming these people have made, you know, either both on a personal or for business basis, gone to a lot of Comic Con events themselves. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. My assumption would be as an artist that it would be complete bleed. Oh yeah. To represent like. To just show. I know. When, I know when I I read that the the Comic Con cruise ship series part of it. Oh uh, I was just like, this is amazing that because there's a bunch of random guys wearing horse heads, which happens all the goddamn time. Yeah, and it was like, what's with the horse heads? Uh, there's stuff in there that you don't really know what it is, and you're just like, it's probably anime, and it definitely is. That's, that's Aaron's thing for yeah. everything. Oh, that was Every our, time you're like, what is that? Oh, it's anime. It's that was our catchphrase this year. Yeah, oh, it's probably and anime. And then they... And the gaming. So, oh, and the, the gaming. The gaming. The, the floor is dedicated to gaming. The best part, though, for me of that whole cruise ship scenario was that then all of the cosplayers got to Try to fight. Oh yeah! Oh my God, and they, they were just like straight dream. up larping. Yes. yes. Yeah. Fusion bolt. Fusion bolt. Fusion bolt. <laughs> and he's got an actual gun yes. that kills. Yes. yes. I thought that was great because oh. I thought it was part of the the bag, I guess. But then it stopped, and then oh right. My God. And then he brings the the ghost pirates, and when he's like ghost pirates, and I was like. Yeah, ghost pirates. Let's keep and they're like ultra feminist yes. too. Yes. They oh my full God. on leave, but not before saying like, you know, like I'm very sorry. I'm not willing to do this. It's against my yeah. principles. Against my Bow yeah. to the women. Oh yeah. And leave. <laughs> why? Why can't we kill her? We want to kill everybody. Yeah. We are progressive feminists. Why leave her out? Because she's a woman. Equal opportunity shenanigans, you know? <laughs> so good. Not willing to. Or, or the guy just sense. horse whispers his ghost horse. Yeah. He's just oh like, I God. set you free. He and he goes. Free. <laughs> like, what is happening? I love that part. I and a new superhero free. is born. Because he's like, I don't know, I'm just really good with animals. Mm. Like, maybe, maybe that's like where this series could yeah. have gone. We could have mm -hmm. just seen a little dash of that guy again, you yeah. know, six more episodes. And he just makes this random appearance and slowly over maybe, you know, a few years, then he finally gets his shot. He finally gets the serum, you know, and he can command animals. Could you imagine how much ruckus you could get up to if he you becomes Beastmaster. Oh, oh no, oh, oh that's God. a thing. Oh, I think it's a DC thing though. Uh-oh. I get I, I read so many comics that I sometimes kind of lines, right? sometimes the Marvel DC yeah. line crosses. Like I know where Aftershock starts. And yeah, then that's how I. Do and it. they also borrow from each other, so you're like, all right, Doctor. Oh, Fate, they do. They do. And then Doctor Strange. Heck, even Black Hammer. Fate, like half okay. of those. Oh yeah. You know they they all mirror someone. Yeah. Like Zephram and Black Hammer himself. And, <laughs> I mean those are all. Yeah, they're all like just borrowing like, from other comics. Almost archetypes, right? Yeah. They're they're archetypes at this point. Uh, now, with the since we're on the cruise ship specifically, um, the writing also matches like that con atmosphere, which is super nice. Um, just with like 
you talk to some people and you're like, oh, you're real dumb, but you're super good at making costumes. And then <laughs> other people, you're like, oh, your costumes are, are great or okay or really bad. But you are, you're an actual science-y person, so yeah. I'm going to listen to you say big words that I have no idea yep. what they mean. Yep. And all, everything in between. Yep. And it's beautiful. Oh, I'm like, and, oh, and, this and, is just perfect representation. In the game night, even, you see some of the dialogue box. Oh, yeah. Blues. They're all talking. Yeah, and one of them is like, hey, guys, what are you playing? We have no idea. We have no idea. But, it's like, but does it matter? No. no. It doesn't. We're nerding out with people who love the same things that we love. With 20% of the room with horse heads on. Yes, that was that was actually really funny. When the one guy comes in, hey, I'm over here. My brilliant skills come into play again. Like, he's like, yeah, over here in the back. Oh. So good. I, I really love the way that written. That it, it, written. Yeah, it, like, the main dialogue is, is hilarious, but there's so many just, like, little Easter egg bits and, and um, just visual gags like in one of the issues they keep saying that her therapist or her doctor went to Tahiti. Oh right! Which right. is a code word in SHIELD that they're either dead or the blue thing in the dogs. We can't tell you where they're at. Yeah. Because uh, one of the agents, Agent Coulson, died in Avengers at the end of Avengers and then came back to life after going to Tahiti. Uh, did I see that in movies? Yes, so probably. It was represented in the Captain America yeah. Yeah, yeah. series of mm -hmm. movies. Okay. Yeah. So they don't even know he's a live stone. They've done like, they shit out like four movies a day. Yeah. But um, uh, uh, I think it's also awesome that every doctor she sees. Right. <laughs> That's a running gag eventually. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also, uh, backtracking back to the cruise, there's a Doctor Who reference yes. on the ship. When he shoots the gun uh -huh. and it breaks through the glass, the next thing it breaks through is a fence. Oh, okay. And I was just like, huh, okay. And I think he's wearing a bow tie. Aww. I could just be like, I hope this is a Doctor Who reference. Cause like, it's, gotta, it's a comic a bunch, con scenario. A right? bunch of comics like throw in Doctor Who references yeah. all the time. Like, wasn't there a Jelly Belly's reference? Yeah, in, uh, Rocket, I think. Yeah, yeah, Jelly Belly. Because <laughs> like, yeah. they talked about time travel. So it's... The Jelly Baby, sorry, I said Jelly Belly. Jelly uh, Baby? And real quick, what, what do you nerd out on? Me? Yeah, like, like what's your nerd living? If... If you I, are wearing, I, is that a Chase shirt with a Stormtrooper mask? It's a Misfit shirt. Oh, Misfit, Misfit shirt. So sorry. With a Stormtrooper? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, I like mashups, you know. Sure. I was like, oh, Love that's clever. I got it at a, a street fair back in California. So if I had to pick one thing to say that I nerd out on, it would definitely be music. Okay. I'm a music nerd. I'm a live concert experience nerd. I love music festivals. I love basement parties. Everything in between. Oh, jeez. So like, uh, my friend Katie would get along great with her. She yeah. loves everything loves from festivals you know bluegrass, uh, electronica, and electronica could be. I could do my own podcast just on electronica. <laughs> like, so, beasts. Right. It's just there's so much in there that I want to talk about sometimes. Uh, and then and it's not all positive. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that someday. Yeah, maybe I'll teach you a few things. Yeah, please. Uh, I don't understand electronica. Classic yeah. rock. I love pop. Like you know, I, like I love going to karaoke because I'll sit at the bar while everybody else is performing and like know all the songs. You just you know? love the live aspect of the music. Yeah, I do. I, I do. You should teach me about that. I've been to one concert. Like actual concert in my life. It was a good one. It was uh -huh. ZZ Top and Aerosmith. Hey. Wow. Uh, hey. 
And, you gotta go to a and concert, it was that then Cricket Pavilion. It's oh, changed yes. names like seven oh, times since then. Uh, because I think it changes names every six months yeah, out there. Uh, so it smelled fun. very strongly of weed. Uh-huh. Uh, and I wasn't smoking there, unfortunately. But it was a great concert. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you in terms of like comic book nerdness. Sure. Okay? When you hear someone like me say, oh, I've read like two and I just couldn't get into it or for whatever reason, do you think, because this was my reaction when I heard you have only been to one concert. Yeah. Do you think, Oh, there's so much fun to be had. Yeah, well, of course, because you want to you want to share your joy with somebody, and right. you want someone to feel the joy you yeah. feel right, exactly. doing something. Is it is it like mildly painful to hear that like maybe somebody hasn't I had think, as much experience? I think it's oh. it's less painful for comic book fans because for the longest time, comic books have been for kids. They they've always been like, oh, you read comic. Like we've talked on past episodes where it's like. I'll be sitting there reading a book on the train, and I can feel people being like, what the hell is he doing? Meanwhile, man, I have a comic book tattoo here that's visible on any shirt, usually a shirt that has a comic book on it's it. My backpack kind of is a superhero. <laughs> yeah, your jacket is a superhero. Like, I have comic book stuff all over me, and I still get those looks. So I think uh, as comic book fans, you can be probably, reading The New Yorker, yeah. and you yeah. still get looked down the nose at. Yeah, also, yeah. we live in an awesome time for comics. Now, now we do. It's not yeah. as bad, but I think... Uh, Concerts have always been like, oh, you got to go to this concert. Like, all my friends have always gone to concerts. I'm just a I also, what it boiled down to. When <laughs> I was growing up, I listened to a lot of rap and hip hop and R&B and stuff. Um, I there was no way in hell I could look the way I look and go to a, a hip hop and rap concert and uh, survive. I beg to differ. I beg to differ, and that's something that I would love to get more into. But you two should go to a hip hop concert. I would love to take you. Yeah, I would love to I'm take down. you. I'm down. No, no, no. I meant when I was growing up. Yes. As a younger kid, I'd be like, I don't belong well, here. It's also might have been because you were 14. Yeah, yeah everybody feels like yeah, belong yeah. when you were 14. <laughs> well, I shouldn't be here listening to Crossroads by Bone Thugs. Yeah. Crossroads. Goodbye, everybody. Right, right. I, you're right. Um, I should be listening to Kenny G. Kenny G. Who was that guy that does the Maybe what we could do is we could do a from festival because there's yeah. a couple of festivals coming up in Arizona. Yeah, and like uh, and I could between I could, you and Nate, like yeah. I just see all the the music festivals and I'm just like, oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like I, it would be like Comic Con is to me by like the third or fourth day. I'm just like, oh god, yeah, I need yeah, to go yeah, back to my bed. It doesn't Actually, matter how much I so, drink or smoke. So I need to go. of yeah. course, as I'm sure you do Comic Con, there are ways that you can be like a fastidious and helpful goer. Oh. And and I I know those ins and outs. Okay. I am I am as of yesterday 38 years old. Yay! Oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. you! I forgot to mention that. Okay. Yes, we're birthday neighbors. We are. We are. Um, yeah. He's on the 11th. Uh, oh wow! I am I'm bad at that stuff. That's okay. Uh, well, so <laughs> not but good with, on the media. <laughs> but with the attendance, you know, there's there's lots of ways that you can make a very manageable week, weekend long experience. Right. But what I really, 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 really wanted to tell you guys, especially because I was coming here and I knew you guys nerd out on a lot of things. Yes. You probably also nerd out on Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. The actor, and I hate that I'm forgetting his name. Please, please, please forgive me. I'm forgetting his actor real life name, but he is Hodor oh. in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a, a DJ, DJ, too. He's a DJ, so I don't know when this is going to get posted, but Hodor is doing a uh, live performance at the Mezzanine in San Francisco on July wow. 19th. I highly recommend you check it out. He was a DJ before he was an actor, so 
Have you ever seen him not the, as in the lexicon of people that you would enjoy or should see as human beings? Mm -hmm. He's a really good one. If have, I'm, have if I'm looking at before? the day right, this episode will actually come out on the 19th. Yes. Oh, please, please turn this off and go to the mezzanine. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> area. No, I'm kidding. Listen to it on the Pause way. It. <laughs> Listen to it on the way. Yeah. Yes, have you seen time. him in concert at, before the? No, the I, oh. I was so upset because I just got back from California and I I'm on all these email distribution lists and I, one of the ones is for the mezzanine and I was like, and they have some sort of catchy title name sure. for the evening and yeah. It was, it, he did a Comic Con. A year ago? Yeah. It was right after the Hold the Door okay. episode. Yeah. And like Literally. during his set, uh, like I think when he came out, everybody yelled out, Hold the Door! Oh. And like he kind of teared up a little bit and then just ripped shit. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's, there are crossovers because oh, yeah. nerds of all varieties love to plug in to nerds of other varieties. Oh, yeah. Stuff, right? Like so here I am, I'm I'm totally loving his Mockingbird series. And now I'm like, well I gotta find some more stuff to read now that I don't have more Mockingbird available. Oh, and that's like stuff for you. you know, maybe maybe my my next foray needs to be some other series where she kind of makes some appearances so mm -hmm. I have some overlap there or oh, something. Um, but yeah, it like I that's something that I get really excited about sure. is is getting people like tapping into people's nerdness yeah by way of music because there's uh, all sorts of that stuff out there there's amazing cover bands that do oh, all yeah. star wars music and things like that that are amazing and just what, so much fun and they have all this crossover potential oh yeah um there's a a, a, a writer that we writer that i follow i think you follow her too oh yeah uh, meg, meg uh on twitter uh meg downey she just posted something the other day where she was just like, name any character and I'll tell you what they listen to on their playlist. Sure. And she just like went through all of them and I was like, this is great. And like a lot of writers and just like random nerds are going on Spotify and making like a uh, mockingbird playlist. Cool. And it's cool. just music that they feel like she would listen to. Yep. Uh, so like that's becoming more of a thing that they're kind of like tying into. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's because Part of it is because of this nerd bubble getting bigger and bigger that it's kind of intersecting with all these sure. other nerddoms. Sure. Maybe there'll just be a dance party at, you know, Phoenix Comic Con in, you know, a couple of years before we know it, we've got an entire lineup of crossover artists in like some way. Right. You know, this this woman, you know, is a DJ, but she's also an artist <laughs> and, you know, or an amazing actress and something. Well, so, also, I mean, in the, the new Spider-Man, Donald Glover, oh, hey. Childish Cambino, yes. is, is Prowler. I don't know, yes. I haven't seen it. Do they actually call him Prowler at no. some point in the movie? No. no, but he is the character. He, he is becomes the Prowler. He's Hobbs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, Chiptune is really easy to connect to people who like oh, yeah. uh, video games, and especially like, you know, 8-bit video games. Oh, yeah. And there's like all these different artists, you know, the genre is so wide open, it's beyond even like Anna Gucci and that, mm -hmm. um, their, their brethren of that style. Like Crystal Castles is a well-known uh, electronic act uh, group that has had a couple different permutations, but the guy run, ran, at least in his first couple albums, ran all the sound for all the tracks through a Nintendo. Oh. 
That's, That's awesome. awesome. Right. So like, or maybe it's oh. an Atari. Excuse me. It might have been an Atari. That's even better. Cooler. Yeah. 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 So so there's things like that where then you want to go, right? right. You want to go to the show because you've got a, you've got a like a something Velcro-y right, right. to get excited about, and then oh hey, you happen to be enjoying the rest of what's going on. So. That's awesome. Yeah. You're gonna have to teach me a little bit. I, I'll be honest. Like I don't. I I stuck to when it came to music. I stuck to like the stuff I grew up with. So like my mom would play Motown when it was gonna be a good day and mariachi when it was gonna be a cleaning day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's how I knew waking up what was about to fucking happen. It was like oh, I hear Temptations. Let's go outside. Yeah. For me it was oh. Gloria Stefan. That was yeah. cleaning music. Yeah, mariachi or Selena. Gloria. Oh wow. If I heard bitty bitty bum bum, I was like open the goddamn window. We've got to run. Got to get out of here. Got to go. Do all three of us have some sort of Latina? No, my mom. I'm Italian, but my mom loves Gloria, so oh. that's that. That's yeah. that. My my mom may or may not have been born in Mexico, okay. and English may or may not be her third language. Got it. Cool. cool. She's Mexican and Sicilian. Uh, right. So oh, that's she, right. right. It, basically, she's short and angry a lot. Mm. That's all that means. Uh, and then cusses in Spanish. That's the best way to cuss. Yeah. It is the most co- it sounds very At least that's what it was like when I was growing up. She's since not that much. Like, if I could learn how to cuss in Spanish... That's how I learned a little bit of Spanish. When she wanted to talk shit about us, she'd say it in Spanish. And we'd be like, ah, I got you, I'm gonna learn this shit. Yeah, functionally now, in regular life, I would love to know more swear words, because then I'd love to know, like, what the hell are you saying about me? Because I know I'm being talked about, Mm -hmm. but I would like to more specifically know how. Yeah. I think, (laughs) what degree are you? Right. I think what I would know, want to know is, uh, how to, like, say a, a, just a phrase back to them. Because knowing they're talking shit about me is one thing, but being able to be like, I speak Spanish, motherfucker. Yeah. And they're like, uh, even if that's the only phrase that I know, I'm just like, I speak Spanish too, motherfucker. Oh, and I'm going to walk away. Make them feel bad about trying to make me feel bad. I tried that once. I know we're not really talking about comics anymore. No, no, we'll get back into it after this. I was working at the W Hotel, and I was really good friends with all the busters, but they would, they were pretty hardcore sometimes, and they would just start talking to each other in Spanish and stuff. Yeah. And then one time I, I tricked one of them because I, I walked by and they started saying something. I said, mira puto, which means look, fucker. And then he just stopped and he just stared at me and I'm like, I'll just fuck with you. I don't know what you're saying. Because <laughs> he can speak English too. He knew, like, but I just, I just want to try. Uh, I wonder what will happen. I'll just say, look, fucker. And then that will make him think I'm looking. And then afterwards he was just like, what? And I was like, oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Talk away. Talk shit about me all you want. I'm sorry. Uh, Go about your bus. I'm stupid. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, great let's let's uh let's get back now. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm curious because you said that you read a little bit, like you read Tick and stuff mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, and then you just got back in. What's like the big differences that you've seen in like when you did read a comic and reading this comic that's more modernized than yeah. everything? Uh, actually, I found it less mm, frustrating. Uh, for Ooh. me, for me, the tick. I think because it, I, I actually don't know why this was. I felt like it was hard for me to figure out how to read a comic. Oh, you're not. Nate said the exact same thing. That is actually episode. a very similar one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like initially, I spent a lot of time going. Well, does it go from top to bottom? 
top to bottom, left, right? With like, what's the order of operations for this? Because some of the panels would be different size, the different bubbles, arrangements, yeah, yeah. and uh, and I think too, like um, the a lot of I, I was reading the tick for the ridiculousness. Sure, absolutely, right, and that's why you should be. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I, and yet I think. It, his ridiculousness is even deeper than maybe I even got at the time or could mm -hmm. appreciate, so it's probably worth me rereading. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, but reading uh, Mockingbird really made me feel like all of a sudden my my, my capacity for self like imagining self-generating yeah. the fills in, I, I would not know exactly how a page was meant to be read, what order. Oh, so I would read it in different order and see if oh, I would get oh, something out yeah. of it. Like if you, miss, you feel like you missed something, so you try and read it. Yeah. yeah. Is the joke or the premise or something, is, is it really better if I read it in this way? Uh, and then also having now filled in my you know media consumption <laughs> with, I, I referenced Kung Fu Hustle, which right, right. is a really good stylized way of telling a story and seeing action. Uh, I've now seen all of, you know, the Dark Knight series oh, and okay. I've seen all of these, you know, I've seen all the X-Men movies that have come out now and I, so now I've been educated about how these worlds work and how you develop a, a, a backstory, sure. what's, what's their, uh, what's the word for it? I think like mythos? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, where do they come from? And, Their and organ. And, yeah, yeah, who they are, everything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think now getting back into the format, it was a lot easier for <laughs> me because I had more experience with all that different kind of media. Right. Um, and then being, I would hope, more intellectually skilled. Right. right? <laughs> uh, I would hope I'm, you know, progressed beyond age 14, 15 in that regard. I have not. Mm, <laughs> I'm iffy on myself as well. Yeah, my good days and bad days. I know, right? <laughs> I'm definitely crossing fingers for myself too. So, like the um, the the idea of like, all these layers of um, politics. Oh yeah. Like, super. There's some really uh, topical stuff that was in there. You know, Hamilton is a big musical now. Sure. In 15 years, will we still care about it? Will it go the way of of like Brent? That no, like it's kind of like. Oh, we're still talking about rent. Let's get Ooh. over it. Yeah, there and, is. There's a few years where it's just like everywhere you turn, rent. Yeah. And oh, look, the movie's on I again. Know, right? right. Right. Just when it was going away, right? Oh, and I like how can TNT show a musical about AIDS? Right. Yeah. So I just thought, like, <laughs> I. It's edited heavily. Yeah. It was really a good time for me to read it, both in terms of like it still being really culturally relevant, Definitely. all of those like. Uh, additional jokes and oh, comments, yeah. um, but then you know, with my experience, then being broader, right? That's like, oh. And how perfect in terms of you know my history of comics that it's like, mm, I haven't really found a story or a character <laughs> I found really attractive and relevant <laughs> that I could identify with. Right. Oh wait, well, perfect, yeah, perfect and, choice. And like in the past, and it's it's not as prevalent now like it still happens with some female characters uh but like in the past it was always just like the female character's there but she's there to either get captured or be the damsel in distress mm. of some sort even if it's a wonder woman yeah. like or just at some point she needs she needs superman to yeah. come and save her and another element that often either is as a standalone 
character choice or is often looped in is as a sexual temptress. Right. The sexual distraction. Right. Uh, that would be so, uh, this so exactly. like in the in the nineties. Yeah. It's like you know often there's this expectation like well why don't you just like distract the bad guy by seducing him for a night and we'll set the rest of the plan in action. Right. But you, you just go. go <laughs> just like that. Yeah. And it's, it's frustrating that that mindset has lasted so long because uh, at Comic-Con this past year, I did a panel where the guy who was running it, he wanted to talk about censorship in comic books oh, in, yes. the, in the late 40s, early 50s. Um, he wasn't a comic book reader. Um, neither of the other two panelists were really, like, they were kind of, so I was the, the, the I was the, the knowledge person. He sent me a bunch of stuff to, like, actually read about what they did and why they did it. I didn't do any of that. I just read the comics from that time and figured it out. But, like, this, using the seductress aspect was huge. Like, even in the first Wonder Woman, uh, they're showing her oh, mom and Hercules laying on a bed, and she's, and he's like, that's right. Hercules used woman's own weapon against Queen Their Hippolyta. Own weapon. Sexuality. And it's like <laughs> that's the female weapon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that and, reminds me of an ongoing joke in the TV show Thirty Rock. Uh, no, oh, yeah. Jenna, don't, don't. I know what I'll use. My no, Jenna, Jenna, stop, stop. Yes. Sexuality. Uh, Jenna. <laughs> and that's Thirty Rock's actually perfect. Like Jenna kind of like represents the sure. 40s to 90s. Right, and she calls it out often. It's, it's called out quite often. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Tina Fey, Liz, is, is more of the down-to-earth real the person. Modern, the modern one. Uh, yeah. Kind of like where Mockingbird is. Yeah. It's, she just, you know, Mockingbird's way more badass than Liz on it. Sure. In a very different way. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's actually a... I could be just making that comparison up in my head. Well, I get it. Uh, and she, the, the amount of bullshit that she deals with because of those right, dark types. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. uh, Tracy included. Um, so yeah, it's it's nice seeing strong female characters. Like I said, there's still some, like, there's a character right now who's a Green Lantern. Uh, and her name's Jessica Cruz. She's an amazing character when they actually let her be a good character. Because yes, I like the idea of her that suffered from anxiety and yeah. depression. I think that's very real. Yeah, and they, they comics have been doing that lately where they're bringing in mental health issues. They're bringing in addictions and, and depression. And, Even uh, race. I mean, yeah, again, race. Sam Wilson, Captain America. Yeah, like there's a big Such thing a good that series nobody that accepts this, shit on. this new Captain America because he's a black kid. Yeah, bring the, I mean, oh my god. Uh, bring the shield back, in, in which they got from Twitter. Man. Right. Uh, and like they show this new strong. Green Lantern like being badass sometimes, but most of the time it's like, oh, her anxiety's crippling her again, but she's had like 50 plus issues already, mm. and it's always just like, oh, her anxiety's crippling yes. her again. Some, by the way, something you mentioned just a minute ago, Paul, where you're like, they're like, you know, fans are shitting on it just because they made black Yes, yeah, right. And I find, hearkening back to our earlier section of conversation about like finding your nerddom yeah. and connecting in different ways over just the fact that you love something truly in a wide-sweeping, and it's still narrow, genre, yeah. uh, I can't believe that that the, I, what I assume is inherent racist, racism behind that, sure. that all of these worlds are all about 
working together <laughs> right. yeah. to defeat a common enemy. Absolutely. And racism is one of the most, right. yeah. if not the most divisive thing. And then thing. Some, some people complain that it's, you know, it's too much commentary. You know, like, well, art imitates white asshole. That, that's like, how it works. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we give a shit if about these things. If you weren't racist, you wouldn't care. Right. <laughs> or if you, you were would just enjoy just the story. Just like a, uh, uh, people, uh, some, I was uh, on a Facebook thread, of course, through, um, I.O. or Nerdist, and they were talking about um, uh, slumping sales, and you know, it's because Thor's a woman right now, and the stories aren't good. I was like, have you read some Thor stories? She's amazing. She's great. Also, previous Thor stories, some of those are just convoluted and shitty. Like, they're just shitty and sometimes. This is, this is a, a... I'm a Thor fan. Yeah, like... like I am a Thor fan. There were so many cake issues and fluff just, like, didn't matter. Like, ah, Jane Foster's doing new things with a hammer that we never... Mm -hmm. I, yeah. Just open your mind up a little bit, man. I wasn't huge on the Shi'ar thing, but, you know, that was over. Sure. They can't all be winners. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't think the series is shit because of it. No. Like, I, I actually really am enjoying the James. I think you'd probably like that as well. Mm -hmm. it's, the the it's whole great. I can't wait for more recommendations. I will give you all the recommendations. Uh, but, you know, this whole, this whole like, uh, aren't we all trying to work together and collaborate? And, and the whole idea of having a superpower or having a mutation or mm -hmm. having something like this is a direct analogy to yeah. being an outsider or oh, yeah. different or having something about you that you can't control mm -hmm. that makes your life a certain set of parameters. Absolutely. Right? And so it's just kind of fascinating to be hearing about these like real world cultural reactions to stuff that like of all the people that's I would have and like, thought, you know, much more inclusivity and... Uh, and it's weird, <clears throat> it's weird what some people are freaking out about and what you hear less freaking out about. Like, uh, Sam Wilson, who's Falcon in all the Avengers movies and Civil War, is Captain America in the comics, um, and everybody freaks the fuck out because he's a black Captain America, sales are down, even though it's a better story it's right great, now. It, it was a great better story. Better I mean, story. the series, but it yeah. was a great story. The American Then the Steve in. Rogers Captain America. It's way better. A lot of social commentary, too. Especially but, for a certain president winning. Right. Uh, and then the backlash Chelsea Kane got for the, the oh, just cover. The shirt. Just the shirts. Which I love but, that they just keep rubbing in their faces by right. having it pop up. But guess what? You're not going to probably... Whoever didn't like that shirt is not going to read Wasp anyway. So no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> but like... A lot of comics depicted Donald Trump. Oh. Uh, Penguin gave a Donald Trump speech. Oh my god, that was a wow. great issue, by the way. And make Gotham great, great again. again. Wow. Red Skull gives a lot of speeches that sound very Trumpish because you can just keep repeating the same shit yeah. over and over, and then you're like, oh, this is all fluff. This makes no yeah. sense. There's an actual uh, picture in one of the comics, I forget which comic it is, where. Donald Trump's face is literally in a character called Modoc. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a Gwen Pool, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. It was a Gwen Pool, which I'm confused <laughs> on how Gwen Pool is. Yeah. If all the worlds have been crushed due to Secret Wars, why do we still have these weird offshoot characters showing up? I don't get it. Because they I'm need to put out content. I, I guess. I mean, I'm fine with it. But yeah, uh, Trump as Modoc, who is uh, probably Paul's number two favorite character. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. I love me some Wait, Modoc or Trump Modoc? Modoc, okay. not Trump Modoc. But, uh, okay. Modoc in general, I I've always been fond of since Modox 11 That's, way back in the yeah, day. Yeah, uh, When they gave him a little bit of personality, I just I fucking love Modox. Right. It's weird, it's obtuse, but it's great. 
Um, but yeah, when when they combined it, uh, uh, Trump and and uh, Lula, it was just hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. Uh, and then there's also stuff like uh, there's Nighthawk, which is basically Marvel's oh, yeah. answer to Batman, but he's black, uh, and he kills. Uh, and he lives in Chicago, and this was during the Black Lives Matter when that yep. started generating steam, and the whole series was about police brutality. Which Captain and America like, also borrowed. Yeah, um, this cop trying to sell weapons to this racist radical group. A group. And then to start a, a race war. To start a race war. And like, all wow. this stuff, and it's like, comics are doing this, and so I think part of it, I mean, X-Men has always done it where it's just like, they're mutants. They're the minorities. They're so hated. This whole, the overall theme is how is humanity reacting to what's different? That's always been a thing, but like to, to talk about something that's like right smack you in the face happening mm -hmm. is is kind of new to people. So it's I think scary, they're like they're, raging they're, out against yeah, it. But maybe they're, they're fighting their own right. within. Like, oh, this is me. But <laughs> other right. mediums do it all the time. Right. That's what other media, uh, with movies, TV, anything, novels, like they all feed off of that. Yep. So why is it different for comics? I don't know. Uh, but because, I'll tell you why, because it's, it's an exclusive group that reads it still. That's true. It's, it's not still just the us. masses. And it's a it's a, a loyal group of people that yeah. fear change. <laughs> some, some not all, obviously, but um, you know, the... I found that the people that were freaking out or a lot of the comments on Facebook, I'll go to their profile and I'll look at them and they're maybe 40s, 50s, maybe yeah. like much older. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, and they're just uh, very set in their ways. And That's something interesting that you said about like totally afraid of change. Yes. Because as, I, you know, as even my, you know, outsider perspective has been on comic characters and comic stories is they're very precious to mm -hmm. their fans. And so I yeah. could see how it's not that he's black, it's that he's different than different. the it's one we got used to. It. But yeah. you know what? Sales were slumping before. That's why they did the shakeup in the yeah. first place. Uh, They're like, this is stagnant. Everybody hated Secret Wars too, and um, let's try something different. I actually thought it was great. They they yeah. like injected change into the Marvel universe. Yeah, but like yeah, there's a lot of female characters taking over male characters. Tony Stark is. Kind of dead, not really dead, he's but AI he's no longer Iron Man. Man. Uh, he has a young black girl, Riri Williams. Are people freaking out over her? Oh, uh, they did a lot. Okay. Uh, I didn't see it a lot. I saw, it, but I was really into Sam Wilson, so yeah. I followed that a lot. Uh, I like Riri, but I haven't been following great. Twitter. Uh, the Hawkeye character. There's a new character who takes on the mantle of Hawkeye, and her and name is Kate. And she's been around for a long time. She's too. been around for a while, it's but she's starting to get more attention now. She's getting more attention she, now. That, that's that's one of the Kate ones Bishop's I want to give you. Great too. That was that's that was one of the other ones that I was going to give you one, Anthony. before I gave you. Uh, uh, Kate Bishop is great. Yeah, you would love it. It's like Kelly Thompson. It's amazing. Very similar style too. Yeah. Like very sarcastic. Very on top uh, of it. So, so I, good. I love what's happening, and like. America. Oh, America uh, Chavez. Yeah, I mean, it, she's a uh, lesbian character. Yes. Uh, Iceman is an openly gay character. Yes, Iceman is openly gay as his, as his older self and his younger self. Because mm -hmm. there are now two uh, groups of X-Men. Awesome. There's a group of time-traveling kids that are stuck in the current time, and then their older fuddy-duddy selves. Yep. 
Of those who made it through. I mean, right. Cyclops has nothing to look forward to now. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Aqualad's gay, and oh, yeah. Roy Harper deals with a with an addiction. Oh, yes. nice. Yeah, like, they talk about everything. Sometimes... Of best Batwoman, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Batwoman is... is uh, she got kicked out of the army for, for being, being gay. Whoa. Awesome. I think she was drunk, too, or something. Well, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of other things. Uh, she's also funny. just way too badass to take direction from people. Right. Because she's uh, fucking bad woman. <laughs> now, with some of it, it d sometimes it feels a little forced. Uh, like, there's been a couple times where they brought in, like, a recovering addict, and he just, like, blurts it out out of nowhere. And I'm like, mm, as, a, as an addict, I would never do that. Yeah, because you're taking away the anonymity. Yeah, like, like I would never just blurt out, I know bad thing, I'm an addict. I would never. Feels like it was crowbarred. Yeah, and it's just like, ah, all right. Uh, but I appreciate the fact that they're trying to bring that stuff mm -hmm. out uh, mm -hmm. and be more woke. Yes, I, I, I guess that's or, or, at least, or at least inclusive yes. of more people who are going to possibly, hopefully, Definitely. be reading. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, if they have characters that outwardly might have something in common mm -hmm. with whatever's going on with the audience they want to get to. Right. And now I feel like, especially with, you know, such the. Especially thinking about you know how time has changed a little bit. Times have changed a little bit since you know the 80s and 90s. Just the bit. internet means that we all now have like some even third-hand knowledge or experience with these things. Oh yeah. Like, reality TV has also brought that to us, and so seeing like you know seeing seeing crazy presidents actually happen. Yeah. yeah and then seeing them world. in that. You know, comment yeah. sort of style, or then seeing like shows like Intervention oh, yeah. and knowing what I, I now have an armchair quarterback knowledge right. about addiction and recovery, mm. and like so seeing a storyline that injects that, it's like oh, that's that's actually something of interest. Yeah, yes. yeah, and it's just. It's nice that it's becoming a topic of conversation because that's what we need is to talk about things. Mm -hmm. Stop yelling at each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over yeah. the internet yeah. with no picture to stand by your statements. Oh, yes. That's usually who does the most screaming when it's just like the silhouette of oh, a picture. they don't have no profile. Yeah, it's just like, anything. you're just being a dick. I get it. Uh, well, we've gone for about an hour and a half. Uh, before we wrap up, I want to know, what was your favorite part of Mockingbird? Favorite or issue, if you have a favorite, oh, our favorite issue. issue, yeah. Ooh, let's see. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look a little bit here at my notes a little bit more closely because I love how organized you are. Right? You know, Way more you're organized. Ready than to I rock. I thank you. I was trying to be a good student. You're you're great. <laughs> right? Uh okay. I think it would be it would it would just be two points okay. in it. Um, one is in uh, issue three where she's she's questioning herself and she describes herself it's very like it is her origin issue right, right. and when she says certain things like i'm not rich i'm not a mutant not a genius not a natural i just try harder i always have like that for me was like oh put a put a flag in that you. Yeah. uh and i would have to say uh all of the uh Comic-Con cruise ship participants oh, yeah, fighting. Yeah. Uh, fighting. The alarm fighting, the RPG fighting. fighting. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, because one of the guys, he goes up and he's like, suit plus 10, <laughs> mask plus 5. I was like, yes! Yep, yep. And then they even like do a debrief after where they're yes. like, you know what would have been, that, that would 
Monday Mouth would do the right call. Uh, yes, so, they're talking about it after the match. Of course they did. Of course they did. Dungeon Master has to correct everybody. Yep, yep. So those, that was my two favorite. But I, that said, those were moments. But I would say the overarching feminism has to be the thing. Like, this is like a, a very crafty and artful way. And I mean crafty in terms of very clever and smart uh, way of bringing a sense of feminism and badassery without it being like boots flying everywhere. Right. Well, forced. It was very natural. Yeah. Like, um, it was just, even like her BDSM costume is not really revealing. Like she, no. she's just carries, a cat woman. Yeah, she she carries her like, it, I mean, it's still it was still hot to me. I looked at it and I was like, oh god, this is awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I would say that this series. Thank you, artist. Still sexy. It, it like felt like such a like thing that this nerdhood needed mm-hmm. oh, yeah. was a, this example and this story in like so it all good. comes in a nice Round nice package. It, it is. It 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 does. It, it's very cool. And real quick, was there a more perfect ending than Clint and Hunter rubbing Bobby's feet? Right. Like what? And she yes. just calling him the wrong name for yeah. on purpose, and then just like I said, no talking. Yeah. It's like that is perfect. Yeah. Done. Button. Mm-hmm. Over. Because they're having that stupid argument about who's Tyler Durden. Yep. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, uh, now, you've answered this several times, but just definitive, uh, you, you would get back into reading comics that are like this. Absolutely, or others. You yeah, know, kind I'm, of branching out, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm totally keen to see what now, uh, what has happened in the time since I last touched this world. Mm. What has happened in terms of skill and process and the uh, artful side of it. Awesome. Yay! Yay. So mission accomplished, guys. Yes. Read a comic book or two or four. Or all of them. Actually, don't because then your wife gets lonely and yeah, uh, you start slacking off at work. Yeah. Or you just do what I do and make it look like you're working by putting a headset on, but really you're just reading comics. Actually, I had a student come in with my Kindle like open with Mockingbird on. I was like, oh hey, hey, what's up? What's going on? Let's see. Let's let's have a chat. It was great. It comes all back around to the wives. It does. Yes. It yes. does. Well, you're going to have to keep us posted on your tank girl. I will. Uh, Hopefully yes. we'll have some updates through yes. your wife. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, she, she, I'm excited for her to come on and do an episode. And hopefully you'll be back because yeah. this was fun. I'd love to. Did you have a good time? Uh, absolutely. Yay. Yes. Thank Yay. you. Yay. Well, we thank, again. Yay. <laughs> Huzzah. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for coming again. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Please uh, leave a, a comment and let us know what you think. Uh, what your thoughts about Mockingbird were. Uh, are you one of the douchebags who hated that shirt? <laughs> then stop reading my things. <laughs> I don't want you to enjoy anything awesome. You're not going to like uh, this series at all. Just, just go away and into a hole so that and don't procreate so people don't have your mentality. Uh, anyways, uh, thank you for listening and go read a comic book! <laughs>